Welcome to Spencer in the City and iCarly based. Nope. Welcome to Spencer in the City, <laughs> a Spencer based iCarly podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Sam. <laughs> and I'm Kendall. And I'm Hallie. It is a very exciting day because we were acknowledged by the man, the legend, the legend. Joe Biden, <laughs> an <laughs> avid listener of Spencer in the City. Yep. Jerry Trainer retweeted us and responded to a tweet. So it's very exciting. I love it. Woo! It's great. Very it is so. And the crowd goes wild. Amazing. It's a coming of age moment. And our, our listeners, we have to thank you for this because i think if it, if it weren't for you as well we wouldn't get this sort of just big internet hug <laughs> it's true everyone has been extremely kind to us and because of that we got noticed on the internet do you think this is kind of what it feels like to get hit by the salty spray of a face splash <laughs> yeah i do <laughs> i think that hmm it's a splash face, by the way. It's splash face. A splash face, <laughs> yeah. yes. It is a splash face. I have to write that down. <laughs> I have to write down. I have an index card. I'm writing it down. Spl- it's splash face? Yeah. Okay. My favorite one you said was, what was it? Space flash. Space flash. Space <laughs> That's my favorite, because it's real words. Yeah. But not the right ones. Come on and jam. And welcome to the (laughs) slam. So that's our big news for the week. Other than, you know, last week we did say, if you talk to us on Twitter, we will respond. And it worked. It happened. So thank you to everyone who said hi. We appreciate it. Especially Jerry Trainers. Thank you, especially. Do you think that's why? Probably. Do you think that's why he reached out? Do you think he's our listener? And he was like, I need need them to recognize me. Yeah. Before he was like, oh, they probably don't care. And then when he heard that, he said, oh, I bet they would like to hear from me maybe those big wig executives sitting in that orange zeppelin corporation will release yeah, all those yeah, fat we, cats up in their blimp we can't say we'll the re- name of the company but. no no there is slime involved with this company <laughs> figuratively and literally it was a thing before the tv channel existed though slime or blimps no nickelodeon oh yes also nickelodeon <laughs> A Nickelodeon yes, was not You're correct, Kendall. And that's who we're asking to acknowledge us would be the five cent cinemas of yes. the 20s. Please contact us. We know you don't have phones or internet. To be clear, yeah. that when we use that word, we are using it in that light. With a lowercase n, non-trademarked. <laughs> I would pay five cents to see iCarly, I think. Yes. You know what would be really funny is if someone made a flipbook type version of iCarly and played it on a Nickelodeon, that would be pretty cool. It would. That yeah. could be our next project. Yeah, it's an idea, you know? Okay, so it starts with I rue the day. It. Oh, this is the one where Neville comes back. I don't know why I'm acting surprised. I absolutely watched it, I promise. Yes. We all watched this episode. You can see the receipts. Uh, we we will each publish our browser history to, to confirm that we watched the show. <laughs> There's one episode in the past that we didn't watch, and it's your job to figure out which episode that was. That's not true. Oh. But it would be funny. 
So this is the uh, episode that the plain white tees are in. You might remember them from Hey There Delilah and almost nothing else. No, you might remember them from this episode of iCarly. That's what I most fondly remember. Yeah, episode 11 of iCarly. Yeah, I I remember them from the the one two three four. Yes. The one two yes. three song is great. I think is it does it have four? Yeah, but I couldn't remember that last line because the okay. there's only one. Any song that's about counting is great. Four. Okay, wait, which is the better one two three four song? Feist. This one or Feist? Feist. I think it's Feist, <laughs> yeah. right? Feist, Feist, hands down. Feist, hands yeah. down. It's a good song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing against a plain white tees. That's a fine yeah, yeah, song, yeah, yeah. too. I just like our but, time but now. But song is like, yeah. Speaking of artists, I want to throw a question to our hosts here. Okay. okay? So our man Spencer, he saves the life. Like, he's a lifesaver, mm-hmm. clearly, okay? Yeah. So plain he's white tees, come on the show. He saves this artist. What sort of, like, uh, artist would you want to save if you had the opportunity? Like, I want to hear names. Name names. Whose life you would want to save? Beyonce. Obviously Beyonce. That's the only right answer. Like just anyone you don't want them to die? Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. It's no, you don't get a chance to save a normal person's life. This is a scenario where there Wait, is Beyonce's a... not a normal person. I think Sam is asking the question where Beyonce is the right answer. I don't know. Wait, so if you could save one like celebrity's life, who would it be? But And the answer is Beyonce. But... No, the answer is probably the Jonas Brothers, but... What about Jerry Trainer? He's not He's not a musical artist. Which brother? Joe. Are we talking musical artists here? Or are we talking yes. sculptural artists? Musical artists nope. or... Nope. Or musical artists yeah, okay. about to get run over or... So whatever. in this situation, I can only About to save be rolled into the ocean, and then all other musical artists don't get saved. So all music artists are going to get hit, and you have to save one. <laughs> no, no, you. Yikes, total no, dark. okay. There is a. <laughs> which okay. is it? Which musical artist do you want indebted to you, like to owe yes. you a life debt? No, to come on your website. I think it's that. It is in one point of time. Yeah, there is who a, would we want imagine... on our podcast? <laughs> no, no. Imagine there's. Imagine there's a space and time ripple and there's a variable and you can only save X. Okay. This is this algebraic equation and X equals a a singer. Right. But everything else that is an X gets destroyed. No, no no one gets destroyed. I'm saying which celebrity's life would you save when that happens? It's only a celebrity. Again, we've got one vote for Beyonce and one vote for Joe Jonas. Joe, okay, and I one didn't vote for Jerry hear. Trainer. And one vote for Jerry Trainer himself. No, it has to be a musical artist. <laughs> oh, I have to save Sam then. Oh, no, Sam. it has to. Be, it has to be a famous musical artist. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. For me, I, I, would, I would say no. It doesn't save me, Allie. Please, I would save. I would save classic rock one-hit wonder Edgar Winter. Okay. Uh, follow him on Instagram. He's sort of like Plain White That's Tees. Uh, he plays a song called Frankenstein. Instagram. He needs some Instagram love. Yeah, so, okay. Edgar Winter would be who I would save. It's it's Edgar Edgar Winter official. So, beginning of the episode, we get to see Gibby, who we haven't seen in a while, who I'm like yes. super stoked for. Yes. So that was kind of a fun little cameo. I guess, can you be in a cameo in a show that you're <laughs> I think for now, he is still on cameo status. Gibby or Guppy? We're not talking about Guppy. So what does she do? She like beats him up, right? So do you think that he like was so good at taking the beating that they're like, all right, you can be a series You're regular? Uh, maybe. I think he, get, I think the real answer is that he gets more popular as the show goes on for scenes that you have yet to see 
And they said, man, people love this guy for good reason and kept him on. But it could be because he was very good at getting his foot shoved in his mouth. That's what it was. That's right. That's right. I think he's been funny so far. So then, oh, because someone was going to be on their show, but they couldn't be on the show because the plain white tees are in town. I'm sure that won't be relevant later in the show. Yeah, um, not at all. And then they try to do something not as exciting. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> they were going to show a video of a cat purring the national anthem. I think that's more exciting than what other whatever guests they were going to have on. That was their backup plan, which doesn't yeah. really make sense. But they said, oh no, we're getting hacked. We better go to plan B, cats meowing the national anthem. Which is apparently meow. unhackable. Oh uh, yes, the meow. classic unhackable meow. video. It was no, it was the kid it was the kid on the rocking horse was plan A, which Oh yes. So watching the episode, I thought I recognized the kid on the rocking horse, and turns oh, yeah. out it is the actor that plays Manny in Modern Family in like one of his first roles ever. He was he was like seven. That immediately clicked in my mind when you said that, but I would not have made that connection if you didn't bring it up. But as soon as you said that, I was like, oh my goodness, that's completely right. So I'm glad you caught that. I completely missed that, even though I did watch this episode, like we all did. <laughs> That's why I kept trying to find a picture of it, and I couldn't even. So someone needs to take a screen grab of it and maybe mm-hmm. share it on our Twitter. I don't know. Yeah, someone do this for us, please. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they show this cat with the national anthem. Turns out to be still hackable, unfortunately, for iCarly and the uh, U.S. election system. Yeah, I thought I was thinking it was a foreign agent. Yeah, if I hadn't seen the title of the show, which is it's so unfair. I feel like that Nickelodeon watchers back in 2007, uh, almost 2008, because this was in December. I was expecting a Christmas episode, by the way. But instead we got this, which isn't bad. But I would say I was expecting Neville because of the Rue. But I thought, man, this is a foreign agent hacker. And I think that's because I'm I'm blinded by my own cultural lens here of kind of current news and events. But it, it seemed like they were witnessing one of the first cyber hacks of that era. Yeah, it, it is kind of weird how, how these days we, we, have, we watch everything on streaming. And so we see the episode titles. But if you were watching them on Nickelodeon back in like 2007, you would have no clue what this episode was called. Yeah, exactly. You would just start an episode and be like, whoa, what's happening? Are they being hacked by Kim Jong-il, who was alive at the time, I believe? And they would be. Wait, no. <laughs> yeah, or maybe maybe Edgar Winter on Edgar Winter Official on Instagram. This, this is uh, <laughs> Edgar Winter in the city. This is now an Edgar Winter podcast. <laughs> It is absolutely not that. It actually was not revealed that time to be Neville. As we all know, it was Neville, but that one was left on a cliffhanger. We said, must be weird technical difficulties. It must be the plain white cheese. Exactly. I only want to cut us off there because I don't want to skip over what would be a Spencer scene coming up next, and I'd rather talk about that. Spencer scene! Spencer scene! They're just in the living room talking about how weird that was and what went on. And Spencer runs in and says, turn on the TV immediately. And he's on the phone with Sako, I believe. And he says, it's on right now. And they turn on the TV and he shushes them. And that's when they show the news story that says, Plain White Tees lead singer Tom Higginson was at the mall today. Uh, and the story is he was at the food court and a big sign fell on him. Probably that he created. <laughs> Probably a big light up sign Oof. that said P on Carl, something. Probably. <laughs> and uh, a bystander pushed him away. And and they show a little picture in the corner of the screen, and it's Spencer. Yes, Spencer. it's like his 
his headshot too from yeah. iCarly, the TV show. So this is truly a Spencer and the city moment because it is what Spencer is up to while he's out and about roaming the city. Mm-hmm. He's usually just at home. I love that. And it's like what the city thinks of him. The city thinks he's a true hero. We got a little glimpse into like the regular day-to-day life of Spencer in this episode. He's yep. just hanging out at the mall and in the food court it's grabbing normal, some snacks. everyday life My head canon is that he's turned into a sort of a vigilante for good. Sort of like a, maybe a Batman type mm-hmm. maybe character while he's away. Because he's trying to pay for the unforgivable debt of him, you know, injuring lots of people on the road. Injuring many, many motorists. That's his motivation. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm all for life-saving, and I think it was really cool that he happened upon, like, a celebrity life-saving moment. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Maybe he saves a life every single day, but that's the only one that he got got to be in the news for. Yeah, typical typical local news there, only covering, you know, these sort of interesting Mm -hmm. stories. Yeah, I I wish the news would cover boring stories. (laughs) (laughs) So then he, oh, I remember this part. Well, obviously I remember this part for lots of reasons. Because we totally watched this episode. <laughs> I did. I got the brow- browser history. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that he's like, take a digital picture of my bag. Yes. And it's very important that it's digital so they can find the phone number without having developed the film, I assume. But also because you have to say digital picture because it's 2007. Yeah. yeah. You really had to distinguish. Digital cameras weren't too old. Like, they had yeah. been around. And, like, pulling out your smartphone to take a picture wasn't a thing no, at all. No, that would have been very no. blurry. But most phones had cameras in them by 2007, but they were really bad. Yeah. Like the, the Motorola Razor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what Sam Sam used her Razor, I think. Ah, yes, to text on. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so they take the picture so that they have... The picture is of Tom Higginson has written a big long note and drawn an arrow to Spencer's mole and written his phone number uh, as thanks. Yeah, almost kind of a similar, lo- you know, I would say letter that we would write to Spencer as mm-hmm. fans of and a podcast creator. Yes. I feel like that he put a lot of thought in that signature. Like, hey, Spencer, thank you for saving our lives. That's something we might say. I mean, that might... Yeah. Oh, totally. (laughs) Who rescued who, right? If a sign was collapsing onto me, I would write that note to Spencer. Yes, that's true. Yeah, exactly. So that happens. And then Carly asks, oh, hey, will you ask him if the Plain White Tees will play on iCarly? And that's when Spencer says, will you take a digital picture of my back? Yes. (laughs) It's so good. So hopefully the Plain White Tees will be playing on iCarly if nothing goes wrong in the meantime fingers crossed ah, yes and it's like what a great pal spencer is to be like probably never heard of this band and just save <laughs> someone's life out of the kindness of his heart and then he's like sure carly i'll do this for you when he could be like i want front row tickets to your concert that i can scalp for a whole bunch of money or something yes i want you to change the lyrics to hey there delilah to hey there spencer yes <laughs> It would still work. I do want to point out right right before right before Spencer comes in the room at, uh, when they're talking about the equipment failure, Freddie does reveal that his allowance is eight dollars per month. <laughs> I wonder what he does with that eight dollars per month. Which was kind of one of these one of these snappy jokes about his mom's afraid if she gives him more money he'll buy a bus ticket and leave her, and that's reasonable. Yeah. Yikes. How does he get all that gear with such a, a yeah. low salary? He steals it. Well, I'm Probably. sure his mom buys him stuff and is like, oh, hey, yeah. mom, I want this for learning. And she's like, anything for you as long as you don't have ticks or leg hair. <laughs> 
I don't know if this happens next, but I want to tell you something about the viewing experience of this whole show. I felt like that I was like, like the editor must have been asleep because there was this moment where Colonel Morgan came in and it was like, where am I? What's going yeah. on? Carly is in pajamas. Everyone's dressed yeah. like they're in, they're in garbage bags. And I felt like, I felt like I was missing something. Like, did I fall asleep yeah. or did I get, did I get hit on the back of the head with the plank? What is going on? And all of a sudden this Colonel Morgan bit gets sliced in here. Did anyone feel that? Yeah. Yeah. I was very, that was very jarring. Because I think it comes after, I'm try, I'm reading the wiki trying to remember what it comes after. I don't know if it was like when Neville was revealed, because like there's the whole texting with the feet thing, which we can get into, <laughs> but I but I will say the Colonel Morgan part is a real big Spencer part, yeah. and I, it should be talked about, but I was just like, I, I was confused. I think it was like, it was after, we'll get back to this later, but they go to Neville's house. I think they go to Neville's house and come back, and then someone knocks on the door and it's like oh is it someone gonna get them in trouble and then like oh no it's a new character introduction so yes yeah. it was very weird i was taken aback and i'm sorry if it's slotted in the wrong way but no. i couldn't figure out where this was like when i was going back and reviewing my show notes this and it's huge it really is huge because colonel morgan comes in here it's out of left field and i'm like you know you know how they have like in this this is a man in uniform he's looking great and then they're like wearing they're not even wearing class c's like they're in class f's just trash bags it's it's the, they don't look great i will say that okay. and and so colonel morgan comes in here and he's like showering gifts on him looks like a million bucks and everything's going great i love that there's like the italian handbag it's a swiss laptop case oh yeah it's a, oh yeah it's a pear laptop case from switzerland and then you got the meat stick which is so good yeah. i feel like this happens a lot like <laughs> like someone gets a gift and then they like eat half of it or use it and you're like basically like thanks for the gift aka your leftover trash and i just i think it's i think it's really cool that we see like spencer receive this thing so realistic and and he's just he's hurt the look of pain on his face is great i felt really bad for him yeah yeah well and it's like it's from like they never get to see their dad so it's kind of like a sort of fathery moment yeah he's he's like their dad's surrogate and then he gives him a half-eaten meat stick (laughs) And apparently this is like a big part in the show for people that are worried about the continuity because this introduces the whole Air Force concept is like, oh, the big goof here is that, you know, Colonel Morgan's from the Air Force. And so basically they have to figure out how their dad is on a submarine in the Air Force. So this is where all the confusion starts to begin. I also watched this episode two times this week because iCarly is my life now again. And I don't think they mentioned the Air Force in this episode. I think they just said, oh, you're back from overseas but maybe his air force uniform oh. but is it like the for those that are like- real savvy it's a good point that is a good point yeah so he comes in just says hey and you think why why are you here somehow how do they figure out it's neville they get hacked again they do another iCarly. this episode takes place over several weeks because they do another iCarly and it gets hacked again and then neville comes on or a masked figure comes on with videos of 
Carly <laughs> and right. the chewing guinea yeah. pig in the background and is revealed to be Neville. Well, it, it's revealed because his mom is like calling to he him. He says, Neville, come say goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> he says, I am the one responsible for your technical difficulties. And Carly says, well, knock it off. And he says, <laughs> no. No. So, okay, remind me, how old is everyone supposed to be? Carly and Freddy and Sam are all 13. Yes. Neville is... 11. 11. 11. Okay. A kid. And then, so then... And Spencer's 26. Oh, we gotta... Sure. We gotta hack him back. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, oh, but they say, we'll just tell your mom again. So they're really good at wrapping up this plot hole where you just be like, why can't you just tell his mom again? And it's because she's on a cruise or something far away. Yes. That's and right. so the grandma is going to be there who can't see good. And it's like, if she's this far gone, can she really care for a child? Because as we'll find out, she does think a human person <laughs> is a spider. <laughs> yep. A talking human being. It's a spider. <laughs> He says, like, hiya. (laughs) Hiya. Yeah. So they find out it's Neville. So they try to hack him back. Yeah. Which Neville is able to hack them completely remotely. (laughs) But for them to hack Neville back, they have to get into his house somehow. Is Freddy not that good at audio video technical things? For several reasons, Uh because their hacking ends up not working. Neville comes in and says, you thought you could hack me? But we can talk about the hacking scene where they go in. I will say before that scene, I really appreciated how Spencer reminded us of the Tapenade callback. (laughs) Yes. Like, they were kind of debating, should we do this? Should we not? Like, I mean, we would really love to have the plain white tees on, but here's we're at this moral conundrum mm-hmm. and should we do this and he's thinking about that top and odd mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that that's his big memory there that's in case the viewer forgot who is neville spencer's there to remind yeah. you Spencer's like he's the one with the top spencer and... spencer is so helpful he's saving lives he's keeping continuity yeah he's yeah. guiding us yeah. through the show this unfortunately he isn't in this episode too much but he does like the main parts it's all it's all because of him. Yeah. And some people are a little bit outraged on the wiki about this Tapenade callback. Really? Because they said, oh, oh, Spencer, you remember that? That's great. But guess what? You were there and you realized <laughs> that's not Neville's Tapenade. That's Neville's mom made the Tapenade. Spencer wants you to think that he totally forgot about Neville's mom and he's totally over oh. her. But we know. Yeah. Okay. We know. We know. That's right. I like that better. Yeah. So they go into hack. Sam is just in the house. <laughs> she came in through the back door. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The back door was just unlocked. And she grabbed something in the kitchen. Yeah, she got something. I don't remember what it was. Carly, like, picks the lock and comes in through the front door. And Freddy drops down from the ceiling somehow. <laughs> and we need to talk about that. Okay. Because, <laughs> like, I, it, obviously it was a Mission Impossible spoof. Yeah. Yes. But, in Mission Impossible, he drops down from an air vent. And I don't think that Neville's house has that. It probably right? does have an right. air vent. But, but not that. Like, <laughs> I'm looking at the air vent in my house, and you can't fit a human boy in there. Freddy's very small. He is He's a not boy. that small. Now remember, he is a but boy. But he would have had to sneak in, attach it to the ceiling, then drop down. And it's like, what What would you be dropping down to? If you know the computer's in another room, why wouldn't you just set it up in there? Why wouldn't you drop down in that? Yeah. Yeah. So what I was wondering, because later on we see... Uh, 
so, so spoilers were jumping forward a little bit, but later on, um, we see the, the SWAT team or the, the Air Force raid team burst in and try and like threaten Neville and arrest him and whatever. Uh, but we also see one of their members drop down from the ceiling <laughs> during that scene. So I think that Neville's mom is just kind of a freak and has that installed oh. in her living room. Oh. Okay. And that Freddy saw that and was like, oh, that looks like a, a fun jungle gym I'll to play in. I'll take that on. opportunity. But that's not what it's for. Interesting. <laughs> and a device, though, that will take you to the very top of the ceiling and then drop you down. <laughs> yeah. For purposes? <laughs> yep. Okay. That's that's how those things work, yep. as we all know. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. okay. So then <laughs> the grandma comes in and hits him and says, Spider. Yeah, that's very important. Right. Yeah. Freddy can't like unhook from the from the harness. And he says, um, Hi. He's just kind of awesome. frozen there while uh Carly and Sam are trying to trying to hack into Neville's uh, computer and the grandma comes in and thinks he's a spider and hit, tries to hit him with a broom and yeah. It's very funny. Classic spider hitting. And Carly and Sam come out and they pretend to be the grandma's personal trainers and tell her to do squat thrusts. Uh, <laughs> and then they escape. Da-da-dun. I don't know where Neville but is. But no luck at all because it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. It that really was all doesn't. for nothing. It just doesn't work. Freddie might need to hone his tech skills. Yeah, I think it's the, the his 2007 era cables that he's using. <laughs> I, I was kind of feeling bad for Freddie there because a lot of the cables that I have you don't have to have like a fat end or a short end. You just mm-hmm. sort of, any way you put it in, I think of it, all his cables are like the USB cable where you always miss it. It's like, oh no, it's the top or the bottom one. It's like every 2007 cable was like that. But we do see when they're hooking up the cables that it's just like a bright blue ethernet cable. <laughs> yeah. That whole room was giving me Randy Jackson vibes too. Like yeah. I imagine like it if you was. go back and watch that, it was a little bit of a shrine to iCarly and, and it was one also and yes, and the guinea pig. And did you notice how Neville had a picture of himself and then a, an MRI brain scan <laughs> no. of himself? <laughs> no, it was great. I didn't notice that. Yeah, it was awesome. He had that in the other one because he was like, look how big my brain is. Here's the, Oh, here's the picture of it. It's great. Oh, yeah, no. go go enjoy that, listeners, because you, it's just great. He he loves himself, but also there's some creepy elements to him. I don't see that in this picture, but I do want to say before anyone tweets at us, this could be a bunny and not a guinea pig. I'm not sure, and it's not because I don't know the difference. I'm pretty sure that's a bunny. <laughs> I do know the difference. It's just not a good. I it's, can't see the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, it's out of frame. It does look like a bunny though. But it does look like a bunny. <laughs> I was just wishing it was a guinea pig. Cool. So then they come up with another plan that just happens to include the recently introduced character. They don't tell us this plan. So that's why. That's why they did it. You know that, Sam. You totally watched this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Well, this is the big night that Plain White Tees are supposed to be on the show. Mm. And they say, oh, we might as well just go ahead and do the show, even though we're going to be hacked. Before that, Spencer came in and asked which socks he should wear. And they told him to wear both. A great choice. Oh, no. Podcast. Yes. My show notes. Are you guys seeing the same thing? Spencer in the City just got hacked. My show notes got changed to a random wiki page, and it says Arminian Bakery. It says that this is where Spencer goes, and I think they kissed for some La Marion, the restaurant's only known dish. 
It was only mentioned and did not make any appearance. Quickly, let's discuss this so we can get around the hack. The Armenian restaurant? Yes. What? What is the Majun? <laughs> I, my show notes just got hacked. And they're all for a different episode very far in the future. What the heck is the Majun and why, why does Spencer go to this Armenian bakery? Who knows? Any early guesses? Yeah, what do you guys I think? think? The only way to un- get unhacked is for us to install one of those things on our ceiling. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Spiders. <laughs> I'm going to say this. Spencer's a great guy, and I think he's supporting local business, and I, I love that he's going to a bakery that probably no one knows about. And I, I bet Le Majon is really good, and I bet the whole cast and crew will love it. There's my early prediction. I hope our audience keeps that in mind for approximately in eight months from now when we get to that episode. <laughs> Ooh. All right, so then the, uh, the colonel shows up, and... Does a real this was kind of a original swatting. Sam and I were like, man, we didn't know this had been invented yet. They get Neville, they get him good, and they make him say, I'm a weenie. <laughs> <laughs> they hook him up to the spider device and spin yeah. him around. They didn't expun him. And make him say, I'm a weenie. Yeah, and he said it on iCarly before the plain white tea, so you know just like tons of people mm-hmm. were watching. So I don't know if he'll ever recover from that. Probably not, but maybe we'll find out in a future episode starring Neville. Neville will return. Oh, no. Yeah. But was that actually a punishment? I mean, Neville didn't go to jail. It was just like kind of it was really honestly probably Colonel Morgan got in trouble for misusing his rank. Hallie, say (laughs) you're a weenie. Say you're a weenie. That's enough said. You're a weenie. Oh! You're a weenie. She she got you. Oh! She got you with that one saying you'll never recover. I'm a weenie. That's the joke that I say that y'all are going to laugh <laughs> Wait, but yeah, do we think that Colonel Morgan might have had to go see the military police about a misuse of his, uh, of his government authority? <laughs> I think so. Authority? Court martial? Because yeah. I don't believe we see Colonel Morgan again. So he might have just been taken uh, away. He did save iCarly, which is a very famous web yeah. show. So maybe that got him some uh, notoriety and he was able to, to live out his life in peace with the money he made from iCarly. <laughs> yes. So uh, then iCarly and uh, they, the Plain White Tees play an entire song. They do. That no one has ever heard since other than Emily. I was very ready to be like, oh guys, how long has it been since you heard that song, right? And then I heard that you guys have literally never heard that song. I had never <laughs> heard that and song I have just heard life. it so many times from this episode. Uh, I've got a question. In the real world, there are cut downs of songs. They're called radio edits. Is there a reason why we had to listen to the entire song? Because it's a Do you think song. it was like a deal that they, they broke? Oh, absolutely. I'm sure that they were trying to get popular beyond Hey There Delilah and said, we will come on your show if we can play an entire song that is not Hey There Delilah. But I think at the same time, fans probably got excited like young Emily and other fans because you'd be like oh you only know hey there delilah well i'm a real fan i know their third most popular song and so you'd, you'd get excited to hear it so i, I think that the venn diagram of iCarly fans mm-hmm. and plain white tees fans in that year like yes. probably in that year i might have been able to name this song and then i just forgot it very quickly well and you got to listen to it all so you you would you would know <laughs> the whole thing the whole four or five minutes of the song <laughs> 
uh, as it went through. Yeah, but I mean, if we if we have to watch parts of iCarly like explode baby doll head, then I think we can suffer through real. Wait, that was a great part. Real quasi famous musicians. <laughs> Didn't we like though how Spencer? You know, I don't think he was patronizing them. I think he really did like the song, but he was rocking out. <laughs> yes, I just love his smile. It was infectious. Ooh, that's nice. a, that's what you call a million dollar smile. It made me like the song more. It this really did endear me to the plain white tees so i think their goal was met for trying to gain popularity by going on icarly i would agree so it's a it's a good time how would we how would we rate this show on splash face mm. um hmm. so so the episode or the uh plain white tees performance which one are we rating <laughs> it's sort, uh, sort well, of a two go, for one i would go episode and then i would say within your comment you might mention something about the performance Hmm. This is tough for me again because I do really like the Spencer content and the rest of it is kind of take it or leave it. Mm. But I really enjoy the little Spencer. Yeah. It was a very busy episode. Yeah. I think it would have been good if like Colonel Morgan ever came back. I think I'd have to give I'd have to give it a splash because we got even though there's no B plot, we did get two full episodes in this with the length of that song. <laughs> I feel like that, that that was a good quantity, maybe not quality, but good quantity content. My intuition is telling me to give this three splashes out of five splashes. Mm-hmm. But then also leaving a comment that says, love this song. Yeah, see, so that, that validates it right there. The fact that y'all didn't know the song, and I also didn't, and we all didn't watch iCarly, but Emily watched iCarly and knew the song. I think that tells us a lot about the viewers they were going for in 2007. Can I ask a question, Emily, though? Yeah. How do you how do you end that punctuation-wise? Love this song. Oh, it no sounds like you put a question mark Nothing. Like, at the end. Just fade off. Like, love this okay. song. No period. <laughs> no exclamation point. Love this song. That's it. Love this song. That's it. Yeah. Okay. She didn't have time to... Plus, she was texting it. She was typing it on her toes, using her toes. <laughs> so, a little extra time. My rating was actually... I, I wouldn't rate it. I would just post a picture of uh, some top and up. Ooh. <laughs> the real star. Yep. And yours might be brave enough to include more ingredients than Neville's mom. It was a little plain. Yeah. Hers was like two or three ingredients. Well, she's not giving away. She doesn't want to tell Spencer the secret ingredients. Yeah, she's got to she's got to get him back to her house. Yeah, <laughs> coming back. <laughs> Uh, so I would, I like the idea of just commenting, I don't know what I would say, so I'd probably give it a couple splashes. Maybe I would just give it a couple splashes and move on, and not, uh, not engage too much, because it felt like maybe an episode that wasn't for me. Mm, Yeah. And that's okay. But, I will say, maybe I would comment, like, Spencer's a hero or something, because I think that's, that's like a big moment in a person's life, like, he's gonna remember that forever, and probably all of Seattle will, and every Plain White Tees fan who got to hear them sing post thing falling on his head they would have missed that opportunity so I would have given Spencer a award for heroic yeah you know like on reddit if Splashface is like reddit and you can give awards you give it like the heroism award (laughs) I did check in very very briefly with what Tom Higginson is up to now and all I can share is that he does have a mullet and he's still making music but but to be fair that's all we need to know in 2021 many of us have accidentally grown mullets yeah we don't know if it's on purpose or not but I heard they're trendy now. I literally heard that. From, mm. from the Plain White Tees from fan sites? <laughs> <laughs> from, from, from Tom Higginson himself? Yep. Mm. That's I rue the day. 
<laughs> Next up is I Promise Not to Tell. So it starts with her. She's working so hard on this paper. And she tells Spencer that she worked super hard on it. And then she's like, don't read it. Don't mess it up. It's so perfect. I'm not going to lie. I thought she didn't want him to read it because it was like she'd copied it from somewhere. Oh. Or there was like something super wrong with it. And she was lying. So I thought that was the big beginning of the plot. But it was not. She uh, turns it in. She thinks she does great. But instead, she gets a B plus because the teacher doesn't like three hole punch paper. So and uh, that's very frustrating. And in the vein of Sam's questions that he asks about our lives, I'd like to say what was the dumbest reason you ever got a bad grade or a not perfect grade? I had a very similar experience where I had a very hard history class and the teacher was not nice and always gave me bad grades. And we did like a book report and she called out in the class that this other girl got the first 100 and everyone else's grades were bad and I got mine back and she gave me a 99 because I was 14 and instead of using the word aversion I meant to say that some people have an aversion to meat but instead I said some people have a diversion to meat which is a very funny image but she gave me a 99 just so she didn't have to call out to the class oh hey guys Emily did a good job and it was ridiculous but I still got a 99 so it's fine Mm. Awful. Man, I felt like I deserved a a really good grade, but I will tell you that by taking a 7 a.m. class and falling asleep, I felt a lot like Sam, uppercase Sam, that because I fell asleep the whole time, I got a bad grade. (laughs) I felt like I deserved a better grade, but don't take early classes. Uh, Seven is very early. Yeah, don't maybe... Hey, there is also some outrage on the wiki. We read it, so you, you will either want to read it or don't have to. But apparently, like, if Sam went to sleep and only answered half of her questions that didn't make her get a d that would make her get an f so let's set the record straight that's from the other sam episode. should have gotten an f oh <laughs> just copy that over to the other one okay that's a good point though because she would have had to get a hundred percent on the half of the test that she did which means she's very smart dang hmm, i do like that let's i think yeah. that's a really, kind of a good note about her character yeah so mine was that in college i had a professor who would take 10 points off if your paper was late and he said from day one that you know you couldn't even be one minute late to class but i had a class literally as far away as possible and i tried to tell him this and he said get a bike which was not helpful (laughs) so i did pretty well throughout the semester until this one time whenever i was like ridiculously sick and so i stopped to get some orange juice so that was my bad my bad probably would have been late from that but immediately after purchasing the orange juice i fell scraped up my whole knee it ripped my jeans my leg was bleeding i come into class and he's like immediately marks it minus 10 points and i was like bleeding out on my leg like hey look i didn't even stop to like get a tissue to fix this and he was like well you shouldn't have been late (laughs) you should have thought about that i was like how could i think about tripping this wasn't part of the plan that's really sad and i know that you had the best intentions because that story reminds me of the time that you were walking across the street (laughs) and got hit by a car and came back to work the same day. So I know that you always try your best in these situations, so that makes me very frustrated for you. Hold on. That's what? <laughs> That's a true story. You were hit by a car? I got hit by a car. And we told our boss, we said, Hallie went to the hospital because she got hit by a car, and he, our boss kept going, well, why was she outside? What was she doing outside? <laughs> and keep in mind that we worked 
for how do I say this without too much doxing going on? Uh, doxing. But part of our job, like on a normal day, was Emily to go outside walk across the <laughs> So it, I mean, it feels like a theme. Yeah, but why were you outside though? <laughs> I remember why you're outside. You're going to buy stamps. I know. I'm like, you can get your own stamps. <laughs> anyway, so I have a question. As a person who gives grades, have you ever given someone a ridiculous grade, and why? Have I ever given someone <laughs> Have a ridiculous you ever cheated grade? someone out of a grade, Kendall? Uh, no, I, I've, I've had plenty of requests. You can admit it here on the public internet. <laughs> I've had plenty of requests to, to do the opposite, but I, I have sure. not had... I, I've, I don't think I've ever given someone a ridiculous grade that they didn't deserve. My favorite request actually uh, happened like three days ago. I, I had a student, I'm teaching a completely online remote class, and I had a student email me three days ago, like a week after the final exam ended, and say, I have been out of the country all semester <laughs> with no internet access. Can I pass your class? <laughs> and the, the answer's no. Yeah, I was wondering. Obviously. If you didn't, yeah, if you never went to your online class that you signed up for, knowing that you would be out of the country without internet access, no, you can't pass the class. That's a good one. Um, So then Sam, on the show, not Sam on our show, man, this Capital hacks S, Sam. changes Carly's grade because she knows that Carly deserves an A uh, and gives it an A+, plus, which gives her straight A's for the semester, which is what she was so excited about. Um, and that was a really sweet Spencer scene because he was so excited for her to do well, yeah. which later plays into her guilt. So anyway, so Sam changes some of her own grades and one of Freddie's grades just to loop him into this whole mess. And so she doesn't have to pay him back 40 bucks. Uh, I guess. We skipped the first Spencer scene. Was anyone getting vibes? I'm gonna, I'm following you, Emily. Yes. Was anyone getting vibes, like, from your grandma or maybe from your parents when Spencer was working with a IoT device? It's sort of like, oh. remember when your, when your, your aunt or oh. uncle got, got an Alexa and they're trying to talk to technology? I was getting big. Yeah. I'm like, Spencer, come on. I thought you were a technologist and he's just like struggling no, he's with not, this he's an artist. with this smart speaker kind of thing. And I'm like, man, I was really hoping that he would go go to a fish like water with this, but it's like they were just like maybe ahead of their time there and trying to figure out how how this technology works. Yeah. So the whole smart home stuff. They were a little behind the time and the way they did it. That's a scene I honestly already forgot about. That was not the scene I was thinking yeah. about, but we do need to talk about that. The very, we very do. first scene. The scene Oof. opens on Spencer trying to turn it on does. a lamp. Spencer Yep. By going lamp, lamp. 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 Okay classic alexa command so he can't turn the lamp on by saying lamp it's supposed to be voice activated and carly says why are the the instructions are in japanese maybe you need to say the japanese word for lamp which is ranpu so they start yelling ranpu and where i think the problem comes in is when carly says you just need to yell it like an angry japanese man spot on i think the idea of yeah. yelling ranpu like oh <laughs> the instructions are in japanese you have to say it in japanese that's kind of funny but when you start doing impressions of stereotypes of cultures that's where you gotta say no that should not yeah, be a little show. bit yeah okay that's that's the right take 
The other scene that we skipped over is before Sam changes the grade, they go to Carly's apartment and Spencer's already working on the big A made up of smaller A's. And Carly has to break the news and say, oh, I didn't get an A. I got a B plus. And that will come back. Oh, I thought that happened after. Then Sam changes the grade. He rebuilds it, which is great. He rebuilds it and he says, you liar. (laughs) She says, what? She goes, you told me you didn't get an A, but you did Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yes, there's so much good Spencer content that I didn't even remember all of it. And this is more, this is another art piece, I suppose, to talk about. Yeah, it's great. Haven't we seen this one before? I sent it to you. Oh, but whenever she changes the grade, it's even funnier because they're like, don't share your password. (laughs) Oh, I'll tell you what it is. And it's a classic, like, kids think adults are stupid. And look, these two sure are. And then he says the password. And then he says, oops, I've got something on my necktie. Let me walk out of the room with my computer open with the supposedly most delinquent child in the whole school. I don't remember what the password was. It was, think it was corn nuggets something yes but the username he goes my username is big teddy big teddy (laughs) big teddy and the password was corn cake 21 corn cake 21 yeah i want to hop in and talk a little bit about this a i think it's a great installation and i love that it constantly gets kind of rebuilt i think it's very interesting following through the arc of this sculpture that i think it's a big commentary on grades and how we elevate grades possibly in our in our lives, our academic lives. And I think it's connecting big A to maybe like uh, big A is an ass. So I don't know if I can say that. Mm. But uh, I, I love that he uses big A so much. <laughs> and it has a lot of like weirdness to it. So go back and watch and think about that. And that there's a little A stuck on people on their butts. So I think that that reinforces the idea that it's not just that she got A. It's that, that you know, those that struggle strive for grades are kind of jerks possibly oh. uh, if that's the, if that's what they make mm. their lives about i love the material that he uses like taking these like you know whether mm-hmm. it's um uh license plates or old found letters and putting stuff together so i feel like that a lot of people might have been inspired by him and he might have been the first one to actually do this so uh those are the two pieces that i really think that makes this one of his best works yet okay and that's why it's so sad when he has to take it apart yeah Another thing about that scene is when Carly comes in and Spencer has rebuilt the big A and she's very upset because she knows her grade has been changed and Spencer doesn't know why she's upset and Sam says she's just a little bit upset. They have this conversation about how hobos don't have cable. Yes. Oh, oh, because he got her a TV. He got her a TV as a present. That's right. No, not him. Who's him, though? Who's him? The dad. The dad. Oh, which is crazy because the dad is never around. So Mm -hmm. it's like a special He said, Spencer says, I called dad and he said to buy you this big TV. Yeah. He says, give it to a hobo or something. Yeah. So this is the first mention of hobos on iCarly. Hobos will be mentioned several more times. And it is a little controversial. Like, why are we talking about hobos? So the creator's official stance, and some people agree, is that a hobo is 
is a person who has chosen a transient lifestyle. It's not a person who is homeless because of their circumstances. And some people disagree with that. So I just want to acknowledge that it's a little iffy. Should we be talking about homos? But this is Mm. the reason that has been given to us. Okay. I mean, I would give them a little bit of credit because they could have said homeless person and they didn't. But if they just said it because like it's fewer syllables, like we'll never know. True. I just want to mention that because it will come up again and it will be a little more unclear of whether we should be doing this. But we'll see. We'll get there. uh Uh-oh. So uh, she makes this promise. We didn't even mention the promise, which is like the name of the episode, that uh, Carly will not tell anyone. And she does a little a little secret foot shake with Sam. The audience gets very, very excited for, <laughs> yeah. um, which I thought was kind of funny. So does that come back? Do we see a lot of that? I don't remember that coming back. It's great, okay. though. This, the, the ankle shake. It's good. We should learn it. We should. So anyway, uh, she makes this promise. Maybe the moral of the story at the end, they decide never to make this promise again because uh, yeah. it went so poorly this time. They don't want to break the promise, but Carly wants to change her grade back. So she tells Freddie um, and makes him promise not to tell. So they try to hack into the computer, which takes place in a class that isn't Mrs. Briggs. So we see another incompetent teacher at this school. Yeah, we see a different teacher. I believe we see the return of the blue Ethernet cable from the last episode. When yeah. he's just trying to hack into the wall, he's got that same cable again. Yeah, it's a little odd. He like pulls out the big bundle of cables yeah. after removing yep. the plate from the wall. <laughs> yeah, for some yeah. reason, as you do as yeah. a c- computer wizard. It's called hacking. Ever heard of it? I will say that the hacking is interesting in this one because while they don't technically explain it, I think it would make sense that if you hooked your laptop to the school network, then they could track you, right? And so that comes up. But it's also like, oh, you're on the VPN. So then if you knew the guy's password and stuff, maybe you could get onto their intranet. So I'm like, this hacking makes a tiny bit more sense. So they go home and try to change their grades back and cha- instead change the cafeteria menu. Oops, maybe I didn't pay attention to that part. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, they do. They change. She says, they get it- caught. They do get caught. But they also say, they say, would it kill anyone if we changed broccoli, I think, to tater tots? Make sure to freeze that that frame on the on the hacking screen yes. there. It's it's really full of comedic gold. It's whoever wrote that, we're actually gonna do a little tribute to you. Yeah. Thank you. Each and every from each and every one of us. We love that on Saturday you're changing out the toilets. The special toilets. We would like to give you one critique. It's a constructive critique. Uh Principal Franklin <laughs> is spelled Franklin. Frank Franken. <laughs> Franken. 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 So maybe maybe go back and double check that. In uh, subsequent <laughs> launches of this, I think because it's a digital asset, like in Seinfeld, they can change <laughs> out the cereal boxes. Maybe update the file there, and it's it's with love that we're saying that because the whole screen is great, and we paused it and loved it. Yeah, it was his birthday. Yeah, so it didn't work, but it was Principal Franklin's birthday. So they create this ruse of, oh, we just wanted to see when your birthday was. We heard it was today, so they get they say, oh, okay. That's fine then. But they they come in because they found them hacking, which mm-hmm. is so interesting to me because I feel like in Iru the Day, the plot was like a joke that, oh, we're going to pretend that the hacking police are here. And then in this one, it was like, oh, these are real hacking police? I was like, is the this another real joke? Hacking I was like, police yeah. I thought it was like Neville getting back at them. So it was a little bit ridiculous. And even if they could track the computer, I don't think they would go to their house. And I don't think the principal would go to their house for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the principal would join the, 
the NSA to arrest these teens. Yeah. But the CSA might. The CSA might, though. That's right. Who who here loved, um, I'm in the bathtub! <laughs> yeah. Yep. I think we all loved. I don't know. I mean, obviously, we, we are obliged to love it. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I feel like that that's another great character trait of our of our uh, hero here. Yeah, uh, he takes baths. He takes baths, which is awesome. He's six foot two, so... It's a feat. And I think that's great that Spencer is a bath guy. As a person who takes a bath, you miss a lot of important things. You do. And so sometimes you might miss the CSA or your your different packages that come in front of your you know house. But I do think that the reward is much richer because you can just sort of relax, unwind. And in the bathtub, you might think of, what if we put two back-to-back hack episodes together? In the iCarly world. What if we didn't even take a space? You know, we, we could have put a couple more episodes in and then done another hacking episode, but they thought back-to-back hack. Apparently, there were supposed to be about three episodes in between these. Their production code 115 and 118, mm. so it wasn't supposed to be this way. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, uh, then what happens? Oh, they give him the microwave. Did we ever talk about them giving him a microwave? No. Couldn't they have just said we were looking for your birthday so we could get you a present? And then we went, oh no, it's today. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Also, there's like, there's a ton of knickknacks and items everywhere in the apartment. Giftables. All these little, like, cookie jars. Oh yeah, a giant uh, gummy bear. That'd be a great gift. Yeah, they seem to have a limitless supply of those. A working stoplight. (laughs) Yeah, so they could have grabbed anything, but they grabbed the microwave. Although it's a testament to their housekeeping that it was clean enough that he thought it was a gift. Yes. I'm like, I would if it was our microwave, he would be disgusted and he would I would be immediately arrested by the CSA for poor microwave maintenance, if nothing else. Yeah. It's true. I think the last scene after that one is the final No, they do I Carly and Carly like disassociates during it. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. She has to go down and immediately confess to Spencer, who basically tells her you need to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And Spencer knows about the ankle shake here, yes. which again how great is it that he's able to get down on their level but also be a successful guardian on top of that? Yeah. And yeah. I thought he was a great sounding board or just someone to talk to about, should I do this? I'm in a, in between a rock and a hard place. And he was able to really just guide through that in a real inspiring way. It's true. It was a good guardian moment for him. Want to talk about some goofs really quick? So, so this this is a goof from the wiki that is just it's beautiful. Um, it says in this episode, Carly gives away their microwave to Principal Franklin. However, in subsequent episodes, what appears to be the same microwave is back in the Shea kitchen. This cannot be explained in universe unless Carly or Spencer bought a new one. The full goof does say unless they bought a new one, which was the same model or color, or Principal Franklin right. gave it back. Well, that doesn't make it that much better. But I like that it's in universe. So they're saying in this universe, there are no identical microwaves. That is a telltale sign of the yes. iCarly universe. Mm. That once your microwave is gone, it can never be replaced. That's a good That's an important point. Part. No parent. Ma- maybe, the, maybe the guardian of the household has to make the microwave. Mm. Right. And Spencer making a microwave probably wouldn't work out well. 
Here's another goof I'd like to talk about. When Carly comes downstairs to confess to Spencer about changing her grade, she turns in both directions and it is clear she has no letter A stuck to her butt. After that, she did not sit down, go anywhere near Spencer's A sculpture, or even touch anything until she leans over the back of the couch so there is no way she could have gotten the A on her butt. And I think that's a really good point that we did not see her go over and put her butt on the big A. I was a little bit confused by how she got the A on her butt while I was watching it. How did that get there? I just thought it was there the whole time. I didn't realize we saw her butt before, as I am not <laughs> on a Carly butt watch 2020. I think it must have been an interdimensional A, and it just popped over there. In universe, that's something that can happen. Yes. Yeah. I want to say one more thing about the microwave. Okay. It's not a goof or a spoof. This is real. This is real talk. About the microwave. Did we feel like that that could have been a bribe? It's almost almost like it's yeah, almost yeah. like that the crime led to more crimes yeah yeah I felt like he got eternally compromised by that microwave. It must have been a good microwave. But can I ask a question about his administrative assistant? Is that the same actress who played the grandma who was swatting at the fly? No, No, but it is the same actress who played the administrative assistant in an earlier episode of iCarly. Okay. I I felt like that they had some similar mannerisms. Maybe. But I do think they look significantly different. Okay. There's really only one thing left, and I don't know how we talk about this, but I think we have to talk about it. The the wrestling scene. Oh, not the final scene of the episode that we haven't. No, no, no. That I mean, that is a pretty standard ending. But I feel like that (laughs) we would be doing our listeners a disservice if we didn't touch on this. Okay. Let's yeah. do it. Remind me, what is the Freddy Carly ship called? Is it Frarly? <laughs> it is now. That is what we will call it. I think it's Frarly. No. Right? It's Freddy. Frarly, 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 this was jackpot material. Yeah. The scene you're referring to is when Carly comes and makes Freddie promise to not tell the secret. This is huge. He immediately starts clawing for the door saying, I gotta tell. And she just mm-hmm. wrestles him to the ground. Yep. Then they're like, no, we're good. And then he wants another try. And then right. she wrestles him to the ground again. again. And like, yikes. Yikes, guys. And this may, this is definitely a spoiler, but it, the wiki does say that this scene kind of comes back again. Does it? Oh, no. (laughs) I don't remember that. You can see how invested in the Creddy storyline I am. And 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 really, this is special that you're hearing. Like we sometimes take on these hard conversations, but this is extra special because this has nothing to do with Spencer. <laughs> That's true. Why are we talking about this? Yeah, Spencer comes in at the end, not to just completely cut off that conversation, but I'm going to, and gives like a real morality lesson about how sometimes you you can't always keep your promises. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and mm-hmm. let's let's be thankful that he did come in if he did. I just was like could when can this scene end? <laughs> he didn't come into that scene. <laughs> he didn't. 
So, so they go to tell the principal and confess, and Carly goes in, and that's kind of, I thought a funny moment, a little bit of a twist, usually I can call these sitcoms miles away, and Freddie's already there and has also confessed, and so that's yeah. kind, of, kind of a cute little little twist. Then Sam comes in and confesses right behind Which is the Carly. big moment. And the principal's like, yeah, obviously it was Sam. Sam gets a bunch of attention, and the other kids get nothing, even though they did still technically do bad stuff. Oh, yeah, they should be into D-Hall. But then, uh, Sam goes and changes her detention because the principal has learned literally nothing and left his computer wide open. Yes. Well, and to be fair, can we say that that Sam is pretty much unrepentant, which is, it's fine. Yeah, that fits with her character. I don't think she hasn't learned anything, but I think she knows herself well enough that she's like, okay, I'm not going to make my friends be in a situation um, where they have to lie for me, but I'm a free spirit and I don't want to go to detention. Well, and she doesn't get rid of the in- detention entirely. Yeah, she just reduces it. It's really thoughtful of her. And Carly comes in and pulls her out. So there's this kind of idea that, you know, this is a continuous journey that she's going to be helped through by the Chase siblings, I guess. Or, you know, she's just going to live her own life because, honestly, Principal Franklin is asking for it at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Stop leaving your computer open, man. Big Teddy. Sam is the best character, I still think. Second best. To who? Behind Spencer. Come on. Come on. Second best. Well, well, I think once we see T-Bone. Oh, and also T-Bow? T-Bow, yeah. I think he could be the maybe the best character since I got him as we'll my see. personality. So I'm still holding out that maybe there's someone even better than Spencer. Let's see when T-Bow shows up. What is his first <laughs> episode? It's in season two. Oh, man. Season two, episode 15. So, I mean... Oof. In the grand scheme of things, it's not like the very end, but it'll be a bit before we get there. Dang it. So for for my splash face review, what I would say is I would give it a couple splashes and my comment would be, man, I'm so glad I'm watching this in current time here, 2021, as it stands, this is being recorded because I liked having the title for this one where I didn't like it. The other one, I did like this one because it took me forever to figure out what that would be. And I feel like I was in suspense for a really long time about what the promise was. Yeah, I... I was worried this was going to be a very special episode. Yeah, very (laughs) very edgy. And it wasn't, but the fact that it could have been anything made me so excited about it. I mean, I did like that it had that kind of, I don't want to say morality thing because you don't want it to be like full house where there's like a super lesson every single second, but it's like an emotional thing. So I feel like there is this like kind of character change throughout. And so I like that more than some of the other episodes where it's just like hijinks and done. But that was pretty good. I'd give it a few splashes, maybe a thumbs up or two. I'd give this one like a four splashes out of five. Wow. Ooh, and then that's maybe. It's pretty good. Like, above average for what we've seen so far. And then maybe, I don't know, maybe a comment that's just just a picture of an Ethernet cable. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I mean, uh, also you could you could add in, I would maybe give it a B plus, because that's the you know, oh, great. Yeah. Oh. Um, and go. I would think would with all those. Would you put that on a hole punch paper? Oh, yeah, for sure. I gave Ooh. this episode three hole punches. Hole punches? Three yes. hole punches. Out of five hole punches. Out of five hole punches. Yeah, 
I was a little disappointed with the Spencer content in this episode. Oh, for sure. Yeah, there wasn't much. Yeah. He he kind of had to be the emotional guardian and not the fun, fun guy, because not only was he, like, trying to celebrate her wins, but then the whole, like, oh, promises. Oof, that's tough. Yeah. But uh, even in the in the celebrating, it's like that was kind of more of a parent role than a friend role. All right. Coming up next, we have I Am Your Biggest Fan and I Heart Art. Ooh. Ooh. Is that a Spencer episode? It is. It sounds like a Spencer episode. I am getting pumped about this. Where it's like Spencer, it's, it, everything's coming up Spencer yes. next week. Mm-hmm. We will catch you next time. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at SpencerATCPod. And if you think about it, give us a rating and a review so we can spread the word to other Spencer fans. Like a good one. Yes. Uh, feel free to, to give us a review or give us a review. G-I-B. Oh. Give us a review. Mm. Mm. Pretty good. Give, give, give. All right. Thanks. Bye. 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 Bye.